Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. Some of us allow ourselves to think anyway, anyhow, at any time. The Bible tells us we can't allow that to happen. For you must capture every thought and every imagination and everything, even when it exalts, especially when it exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It tells me that every thought goes through your head and not your thoughts. But there are many voices out there, and none of them without significance. There's a reason for you thinking the way you're thinking. Some of you are handicapped with your past. Some of you have some genes that came from your parents. They came over in a dormant situation. They were dormant when they came into you, and they're looking for an opportunity to be manifested. So all these advertisements and all these things that you're seeing it is trying to put seed or fertilizer on those DNA particles that's inside of you to get them to enact. If your parents was drunk, they like to drink all the time, then those DNAs are in you. But they're dormant. And so what they have to do with the TV is that they have to advertise how good it looks to be drunk. Oh, how that Budweiser look. You're watching the game, but here's a Budweiser. I mean, anything can go to try to trigger that thing so that you can act on it. Once you act on it, it becomes yours. This can go down to the third and fourth generation. So you have to be careful. That's why the Bible said, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever thing of honest, whatsoever thing of good report, think on these things. Control your thought pattern. What I want to challenge you to do now is have a God mindset, meaning a kingdom mindset, and where you control what you think. Nobody should be able to control what you think. You control that. Stop listening to what everybody tells you, and I'm going to show you that today, that you have to be on point on time. Because people will get in your circle, and they will try to tell you what they want you to think, and if you're not careful, you'll think the way they think. Some of you right now, you're thinking the way somebody told you to think. Your thoughts are not your own. You're thinking what they told you. And the devil come up with lying signs and wonders, and you believe it. And that is not of God. God asks us the question, whose report will you believe? Meaning there's an option. You don't have to believe what God says. You can believe what somebody else has said. Today I'm going to challenge you to have a godly mindset or a kingdom mindset about what you do. Now, it's going to take some time. You're going to have to practice. Because when you find yourself dozing off or going astray with your thought pattern, capture that thought and say, you know what, I don't think like that. That is not my thought. I refuse to think like this. Okay? People get on your nerves. You start thinking evil stuff. No, I refuse to think like that. Whatsoever is lovely. Whatsoever is honest. There ought to be some good about you I can think of. Right now you're getting on my last nerve, but I'm going to think about something good. You got to choose to do this. Let this mind be in you, all right? So today what we're going to pick back up with this kingdom mindset and how to establish it. I'm going to show you some people, a person in the Bible, say Peter. We always had a problem with Peter. Peter was something else. Peter, Peter, was, some, Peter was the brother Houston's of the church, you know. They'll they, they cut your ear off in a heartbeat, you know. They don't mean no harm, but don't mess with nobody, you know. So you've got people in church who has that mindset and has that understanding that they are, they, are, they are warriors in the kingdom of God. And they are rough around the edges, okay? But they love you. And they'll do what they can for you. Amen? So when we look at Peter, 
we're going to look today at his mindset, but we're going to also see how his mindset adjusted under pressure. Okay? And you know how to put yourself there. Well, let's start with Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 and 14. Matthew chapter 16. And I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. Somebody asked me, you know, when, when you open up a new church or you open up a new building, people come in and people have questions. I said, why don't you stick with the King James? And I don't have a problem with the King James. I believe King James is another translation from the Greek, okay? I understand that. And I don't, I don't mind using the King James, but I did study the NIV. I studied the other uh, translations. But the one that I found that was the closest of a translation was the New Living Testament, the New Living Translation, okay? So I don't knock down the King James, that, but I do stand by this New Living Translation because I see all the things that they did translate, and, it's, and a lot of it is without error. But I shouldn't come and talk to you. When I sometimes talk to you, and I'm not knocking down the King James at all, so please don't, whoever asks you a question, please don't get offended by it. But if I come to you and I talk, hast thou also done so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? So sometimes we get so caught up in a translation that we don't get the spirit that God wants to have. God wants you to have an awe and understanding. And all thy getting, get an understanding. You ought to understand the word that you carry. You ought to feel the spirit behind what you carry. There ought to be some signs. That's a, you know, it's not just in worry, but it's in, it's, in, it's in power and demonstration. If you can't get nothing out your Bible where you can be changed, where you can be delivered, you need to be saying, you need to keep looking. Amen? All right, so that's the settled issue, all right? Nobody else have any more questions about that? All right, good. Email me another one. All right, here we go. Watch this. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Who do they say that I am? Have you ever asked people, who do they say that you are? Do you really want to know what people think about you? Uh-huh. Yeah, last week I told you, some say that you're a flirt. Some say you're sexy. Some say you're foolish. Some say you're crazy. Who do people say that you are? Who do, what are they saying about you behind your back? Yeah, are you a child of God? Do you represent the king? Who do they say you are? Sometimes you need to listen because you need to know. It helps you to take a look at yourself. That's why the Bible said if you judge yourself, you won't be judged. Find out what they're saying about you. They're saying you're a trickster. You're a traitor. You look at yourself, and if there's any truth in that, use the word of God to help you to change you before God has to judge you. All right, let's keep going. All right, so when he started asking the disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, replied some, some say you're John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. In other words, they don't know you. You're just a prophet. Okay? People have different understandings about who Jesus is to them. To you, he's your provider. To somebody, he may be their healer. To somebody else, he may be their deliverer. But there ought to be a personal encounter that you had with God where you can testify, this is who he is to me. If nothing else but the greatest, he's my 
save you. If nothing else, he saved you from hell. Some of you have been going through some stuff with, a, with this relationship and that relationship, and God got you out of it. He was your deliverer. So he, everybody in here ought to have a relationship with God where they can be able to tell somebody who this Jesus is. Watch this, verse 15. He asked the question. I hear what you're saying they said, but then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Stop telling me what everybody else said. Stop telling me about what the song said. Stop telling me about what they said about Job. Stop telling me about what Abraham did. I want to know who do you say that I am? Do you have a revelation? Do you have a relationship with me where you can call me Lord, where you can call me Savior? Who am I to you? Because that's what it's boiling down to. Who am I to you? Do I matter to you? Do you have any reverence or respect for me? Who do you say I am? Do you carry me with you when you go places? Can I walk with you? That's what it's about, your walk with God. And Enoch walked with God and was no more. He was consumed. He was taken up. Your walk ought to be so close to God that you just you forget about this natural stuff. You just forget about it. This stuff don't matter to you no more. Anyway, that's too deep. We'll have to deal with that later. Watch it. So here you go, Simon Peter. Peter, here we go again, Peter. Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any of your friends. Now, I know I put a word that it's not there. So he actually said, you didn't learn this from any human being. What he's saying is that there ought to be a revelation to you of who this God is that you walk with, that you're trusting with your life. You can't know him because mama know him, because what daddy know him. You're going to have to develop a relationship where, where you know him for yourself. You can't ride on what mama know. You can't ride on what daddy them know. Okay, this is personal between God. With today's time where everything is being shaken, you have to have a personal relationship with God where you can find some confidence that you're going to get through this too, that this is going to be all right on your behalf. You can tell somebody else got a relationship. You can look at them, but what about you? What about your relationship? Are you working on you? Are you trying to get yourself better? Are you trying to show yourself stronger? All right. So Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say unto you, because you got a revelation, now I say unto you, Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the power of hell will not conquer it. Because of the revelation that you got, I'm going to start building on this. In order for you to have a kingdom mindset, you're going to have to have an encounter with God. Once you get that encounter, God's going to start building on that relationship that you have. That revelation that you got that showed you that he was your healer. Okay, God said, now, not only am I going to be your healer, but I'm going to show you I'm going to be your deliverer. Okay, you got the deliverance down pat. You know I can heal you. I can get you from that smoking. I can get you from that cocaine, from them drugs, from the alcohol. Okay, let me show you something else. I am now your provider. 
You know, you believe for that raise, you believe for that job, God said, I got it, okay? So it's progressive that God wants you to have. So your mindset has to adjust to be progressive. You're going to have to be willing to allow your mind to adjust. Stop thinking what they said, that boss is not your source. He is a resource. That job is not your source. They are just your resources. All right? So what God's trying to get you to do is get a godly mindset based on revelation as God revealed to you himself. He's so big that he can't reveal himself to you all at once. It will blow your mind. You will lose your mind if God showed you who he was in his totality. You can't handle that, baby. Some of y'all see a good man, y'all do, woo <laughs> You know, you, you get weak in the knees, you all, all that crazy stuff. And you see God in his splendor, Isaiah said, woe is me, for I am undone. I thought I had myself together, but I am nobody. Man, I messed up from the flow up. All right. No, no, go back. I'm not through with that one. So, upon this rock I will build my church. And the power of hell will not conquer it. God says that the more revelation you get from me, the more understanding you know who you are, the more powerful you become in the kingdom. And the devil will not be able to come against you because you're getting revelation of who I am. See, the devil always coming to you and questioning what God said. Did God say, you know what, did I pick the right woman? Is, did I marry the right husband? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What God said, well, he joined together, let no man put us on. So the one you got is the one you with. And if you establish yourself on what God said, the devil cannot stop you. He cannot stop you. Watch this. Next verse. And I will give you, because you're flowing in this thing, you're getting revelation from me, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of God of heaven. Whoa. Living in today's time, we see people finding keys. This thing out in CERN, CERN, Switzerland, this portal, this time portal that they invented. You all may not know about it. Look it up, Google it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But what they're doing is that they're trying to open up a black hole. They're trying to open up a doorway into the supernatural. God said, what they're trying to do, I've already given you the keys to do. Boy, y'all just don't know. <laughs> Woo, you know how this church got here? He gave me the key. Patience, being faithful. And guess what? It has manifested. I had to believe that out of the spiritual realm, which is a true realm, the real realm, I had to believe this into the natural realm. All it was held, I had to fight some devils and some demons. But guess what? It's here. It's evident because you sat in it. So it works. I have the kingdom of heaven at my disposal. So I have to now adjust my mindset to start thinking like the kingdom of God. I have to understand that what I say, I can have. You don't hear me, do you? You don't understand, do you? 
I can have whatsoever I say. Don't play with me. I can have whatever I say. Oh, when you start adjusting your mindset, everything around you starts to change. You start walking. And watch it because you can be very careful. You can step into pride before you know it. Because this is some power that you're dealing with. All right? To get the kingdom mindset, you have to understand God's way of doing things. You've got to understand that God has a way of doing things, and you can't think with your natural mind. You have to think with the God mindset, with the mind of Christ. And you have to stay humble, for with the mind of Christ, the Bible says he humbled himself. Maybe you've got to learn how to humble yourself when you start walking in kingdom principles, kingdom authority, kingdom mindset. You've got to stay humble. You can't let people get to you because they're going to make you cuss you out. You're going to cuss them out every time. You got the power, and if you curse somebody, they curse for life. Because you got the power. You got the keys. Whatever you say, you pull it out of that spiritual realm into this natural realm. You tell somebody you curse, it comes out of that spiritual realm and lands on them. Because you got the keys. You hear me? All right. We're going to find out who you are before it's over with, right? All right. So watch this. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Let me change your mindset right quick. Let me help you to understand some stuff. All right? You know, I did a film the other day, a homegoing of our, one of our sister, Miss Sharon Sparks, officer of, uh, of South Haven. We had her funeral, but... As I was ministering, God was ministering to me. When I was at the funeral and I said, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust, God says, wow. And when I started hearing it, studying the scripture, I said, you know what? This is earth. Whatever, because God has given me the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom, whatever I allow to go on in my life will go on in my life. I'm just earth. Some of you are right now. You know your problem? You're allowing stuff to go on in your life. You got the keys, and God won't stop it because you're allowing it. He would be an unjust God to take them back away from you when he gave them to you to have. Whatever you allow to go on in your life, God says, okay. So you say to yourself, oh, it's so hard, pressure so hard, I got to get me a drink. Okay, God allows it. Get you a drink. You smoking your dope, and you just got to smoke your dope because you can't sleep at night? God says, okay, smoke your dope. You know you got a good woman, but you like this skeezer on the side, this helper, and it's helper's in the Bible. Helper is in the Bible, okay? All right? So if you're messing with this helper, God steps back and lets you mess with And the Bible calls him a red helper, so I don't know what that means. Red hair, red, red hair, I don't know. But whatever that fits you, I just brought, it, it came in my spirit, so I just brought it out to you. Okay, if that's you, then look straight ahead. Nobody never know I'm talking about you. Don't give yourself away, all right? All right? So, so, so whatever you allow, God says, I'll allow it. I will allow it. 
If you allow yourself to think that you're crazy, God's going to say you're crazy. <laughs> he has to allow it. Why? Because he gave you the keys. So your mindset has to adjust. I can't think the way I used to think. I can't think the way I used to do things. I can't think that way. I have a godly or a kingdom mindset now. Can't let you interfere with what God is doing. So whatever you forbid in your life, God will forbid it. You hear that? If you say sickness cannot operate in this body, God says sickness stop. Why? Because he called it from the kingdom. <laughs> Baby, you got the keys to the portal. Hold on. Listen to me. Listen, listen. All those people, all those scientists that they have who has developed this, this, this machine, this, 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 this portal thing that's going to open up the portals, they can't outthink my God. And, and if they have found out that there are doorways, black holes, or windows in heaven, they ain't found out nothing new. My God told me, he said, if you obey me, do what I ask you to do, I will open the windows of heaven, the portals of heaven, the doorways of heaven, a black hole, if you call it, whatever it is, whatever you classify, I will open it up and pour you out a blessing. That I will send a blessing through time that will bless you. They just figured it out. And think they're smart. God said, the wisdom of this world is foolishness before me. You opening up something that you don't even know nothing about. God said, I got the keys. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to open up the abyss. That's what you're going to do. You're going to let something out of there that you ain't got no business tampering with. Anyway, let me, let me just stay focused. All right, watch this, verse 20. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Why not, Jesus? I got a revelation of who you are. Why I can't tell nobody? Because everybody can't handle your revelation. You know what? Everybody can't handle your God. Everybody ain't ready for your God. God gave you a revelation to help you get yourself together. You're trying to make somebody else take your revelation. Because you got a revelation, you're excited, you're happy, you're trying to tell everybody, shut up. Because he ain't through with you yet. All right? You're going out there telling everybody, you know, he, he did this for me. You know, he did that for me. And, and he blessed me with a $1,000. And they say, loan me 10 <laughs> People are not ready yet. For everything that you know. You want to know why? Because it hadn't really settled in you what you got to go through because of it. That one went over your head. Let me show you the next scripture. Maybe you'll understand it. From then on, Jesus began to tell the disciple plainly, plainly, he started understanding, getting them to understand plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem. 
and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law, the church folk. Baby, when you get a revelation of Jesus and you come to church, shut up. You hear me? Sometimes we get so spiritual. We get so this, so that calm down, relax, and adjust yourself to the revelation that you got. Because guess what? People get hurt in church. Yeah. You come to church and you let your guard down, and you should be able to. But guess what? This is a spiritual hospital. You know what's going on in here? People who are hurting are coming to see the doctor. And I hate to say this, but sometimes hurting people hurt people. So you get up and you leave church to church because you're getting hurt. The devil said, all I got to do is hurt you, and I can get rid of you. You're going to be a hurting sister or a hurting brother all your life. You have to mature, grow up. And realize these are people, and I can't hold against them because the devil used them. And I'm going to show you, the devil can use you, I don't care how close you are to Jesus. Right now, Peter is the closest one to him. All right. So, turn the air back on. It's hot to me. Okay, all right, leave it alone, leave it alone. I'm sorry, my bad. All right. Okay. God, no, y'all ready to throw stones, huh? Goodness. I didn't know I sinned that bad. Goodness. My goodness. I'm sorry. All right. Maybe it's just me. All right. All right. He will be killed, but on the third day, he will raise from the dead. Peter took him aside. Hold on. Jesus is deep now talking about what's getting ready to happen to him. Peter listening. Hold on, Jesus. Come here. Come here for a minute. He pulls Jesus. He took him aside. And begin to reprimand him. Dude, come on. Hold on, dude. No. Man, this ain't going to happen to you. You know who I am? I'm Peter. He began to reprimand him, saying, for such a thing, hold on. For, such, for saying such a thing, heaven forbid, Lord. He said this. This would never happen to you. Peter pulled the Lord aside, reprimand him, and tell him, look, you know what? This ain't going to never happen to you. You don't see it that way. The boy mindset flipped back to his old ways. At first, he was Peter, the one who received a revelation that God wanted to build on this rock, on this revelation now to who you are. Now when God began to bring him closer and tell him what's getting ready to happen, that I know the future, Peter said, no, it ain't going to be so. He flipped back to his old ways. You see how flip, how easy it is to flip? Let me bring it up. You see how, how, how it's easy for you to change, for you to go back being you? Even after you got a revelation to God, it's so easy for you to go back to being that old person, having that old mindset. At first you had a revelation, and God wanted to build on that revelation. And now here it is because you get some more revelation, some more knowledge. Your mind wants to flip back to that old you. How many of you ever want to go back to that old you? Don't raise your hand. Should have said don't raise your hand, then ask that question. So this would never happen. 
to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Peter. Mm -mm. Get away from me, Satan. How did Peter change into Satan that quickly? Listen to me, people. When you get a revelation from God, you're vulnerable. Because there are some things in you that you hadn't been delivered from. Jesus said, when the enemy come upon me to x-ray me, so to speak, he's finding nothing in me. Well, when the devil come at you and x-ray you, what you've been using from his kingdom is still there. Hatred, anger, drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever the devil's toys you've been using, when the time comes for God to build on a revelation that he gave you, the devil's going to use that to gain access to your life. You like being angry, frustrated? Those are tools that the devil going to use when God bless you with the knowledge. When God revealed to you who he is and want to take you to the next level, the devil himself going to gain access to your life through what you've been doing. You know what? He ain't going to tell you, but what he just did was cut off the revelation that Peter was getting. Peter couldn't see what Jesus was doing because the devil was speaking to him. Some of you right now, you don't know what God called you to do because you got too much mess still in your life. You're using too many things or the tools that the devil has. So you don't know what's on tomorrow. You don't know what God's calling you to do. You don't know where you're supposed to be. You don't know how you're supposed to act. You don't know how to carry yourself. You don't even know what scripture to read. You, just got, you, you, don't, you messed up and don't even know you messed up. Because you want to play with God on one hand, and you want to hold on to the devil with the other. You want to get to know him, but you want to dance with yourself. And you're wondering why you're not getting anywhere. Your mindset has to change. You cannot play with both of these guys. God said, I'm a jealous God. Not jealous that the devil can outdo me. He said, I'm so jealous. I know the devil can't do you better than I can. But do you provoke me to jealousy? You want me to think that the devil can outdo me? Blessing you? Really? You want to hold on to your mess? When I'm trying to bless you? You got so caught up in that relationship that you can't let it go? Really? As much as I've done for you, as much as i promoted you, as much as i blessed you, you want to do me like this? Is this the mindset that you should have? You letting the devil use you to make me mad? To get me upset? To get me in anger? Oh, you didn't see your sins just that bad. Yeah, baby. You can provoke God to jealousy. You can make God get mad. God can get angry. So you got to leave out here today with a mindset, a kingdom mindset, that I'm going to make him happy. 
You know who you got to fix? Mm-hmm. It's not the person sitting next to you. It's not your husband or your wife when you get home. It's not your children. It's you. You got to get yourself together. And you can do it. Don't tell me you can't. He said, I gave you the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom. If you bind this on earth, in this earth, if you bind yourself and say, I'm not letting you do this, you're not going to hit that. You're not going there. We're not going to do this. And God said, in heaven, I stand behind you. I give you the strength to get over it, but you've got to change your mindset about it. You can't go out here and watch porn. Mm-hmm. Look straight ahead. Mm-hmm. Look straight ahead. Nobody never know I'm talking about you. How can you have the God mindset and watching that Netflix? It just ain't right. It won't work. You have to change that mindset and say, God, this is wrong. And I want to be right. God, I choose to be right. And you cut that thing off, and guess what? Heaven gets behind you and says he's right. Because you don't really realize there's a devil not making you do it, but he's hitting the thoughts that you had in your mind that controls your emotions taps all into your feelings, and then you feel like you want to do this when you know you shouldn't. So until you tell yourself, I'm not going there, you will always go there. That's for some of y'all who need deliverance. All right, let's keep moving. All right. I had forgot where I was. Peter took him aside, reprimanded him, and then Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are dangerous. You are a dangerous trap to me. Baby, there's some folks in your circle. Baby, they're dangerous to you spiritually. They are danger to you. They're dangerous. When God's trying to do something, they call you aside. You can't do that. You know, here you go. I remember when I when God gave me a revelation that it was time to come out of the street and get married to my lovely wife. My friend said, Man, you don't want to do that? Man, you crazy? Man, we can't go down no bill no more. We can't do this no more. Man, you can't we can't ride no more. All because I got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a revelation for God. I changed my mindset, and I tried to tell my friend, big mistake, okay, because they almost talked me out of it. I knew I had said I was going to get married. I told my wife, asked her to marry me, but I really didn't mean it because I was listening to my circle. I was listening to the people who were around me, the people who I hung with who couldn't change and didn't want me to change. There are some people in your circle that don't want you to leave them. You heard the term misery, loves company. They miserable, and they want you to be miserable. 
They don't want you to get over it because they can't get over it. They've been hurt in their relationship. You know what? They want you to hurt in your relationship. So as soon as you tell them that you and your husband or you and your friend got off, I leave him alone. If that was me, I wouldn't put up with that mess. That's why you're lonely. Uh-huh. Baby laughing. All right. So, get me behind, get away from me, Satan. Now, you can't tell people, your friends, get away from me, Satan. They're going to really think you flipped, okay? But it's just as effective as I told you last week. Hit that delete button. Block them. Like y'all block me, block them. Block them. You're blocking the wrong people. I'm trying to help you. All right? You're blocking the wrong folks. I'm telling you this. I'm trying to get you the kingdom mindset. You're trying to block me. Okay? So block them. Let's get it straight. I'm trying to help you. All right? All right? You can't let everybody pull you aside and whisper in your ear. Okay? You watch them. There are some people who love you enough that they'll pull you aside and they'll bring some correction to you. You have to learn how to receive those corrections with a kingdom mindset. There are some people who want to pull you aside and put the mess in your head so that it'll change your mindset. So you got to watch those people who pull you aside and want to tell you something. Watch them who call you up, who tell you, inbox me. Watch them, folks. Watch them. They want to get a little bit too close. And they ain't telling you the right stuff. God's trying to establish your mindset, and you listen to what they're telling you. Man, 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 I, I want to let I, I, my wife and not say nothing like that to me. Where your wife at? Man, she left me a long time ago. So you want my wife to leave me because yours and left you. You want to go back to old school where we hang together and run. The streets didn't change. The young folks are out of the street now. You still that old cool, cool pimp. You still dressing in all white. <laughs> Got your Jerry Curl juice. Got your walk together. And they ain't doing that no more. But you stuck in a generation. Because your partner's stuck in a generation. You can't change, and he won't let you change. So both of y'all miserable. And both of y'all messed up. And both of y'all lonely. Anyway. So you are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view and not from God. He just told you the true mindset. One mindset will only allow you to see things from a human point of view and not from what God says. Whose report will you believe? What your mind's telling you or what God's telling you? The mindset of God means you can't see things and say that's it. You have, I'm going to say this, you're not going to believe it, but you, got, you have some lying eyes. Everything you see is not what it appears to be. Yep, buddy. 
Let me keep going real quick. Peter took. I haven't read that one. Now, y'all gave me that one again. Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid. All that stuff. I gave you that one. Go to the next one. Didn't I just give y'all this? Keep going. All right. Jesus said to his disciples, and you know what? And that, that may be me, all right? You know, I put my slides together. So it might have been me. So I'm a, I'm a, I, I bless y'all, all right? Thank God for the multimedia, all right? God bless you, all right? But it's y'all fault because y'all supposed to look over my stuff anyway. All right, here we go. Then Jesus said to his disciples, watch the transition. Peter pulled him aside to talk to him in private and tell him this ain't going like this. And Jesus told Peter, get behind me, Satan. And he, he said in a way that all the other disciples got their attention. He busted him out. He looked at the rest of the disciples. He, then, he, then Jesus said to the disciples, if any of you want to be my followers, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. He rebuked Peter right back and told his disciples, since y'all listening, if any of you all want to be my followers, you must turn from your selfish ways. You're going to follow Jesus? It can't be about you. It can't be about what you want and what you can get out of this relationship. Most of us come to Jesus of what we can get out of the relationship. That went over your head, didn't it? You come to Jesus because of what you want out of it. Not for what God can get out of it. So many people right now are trying to do what he's just trying to tell them to do. You won't change your mindset. You're thinking out of both mindsets. One time you come to church, you want to think about God. When you get out of church, you want to think about human ways of doing stuff, selfishly. That's why some of you can't get to church on time. You want me to deal with that? You want me to go there? Oh, thank you. You talk up now, can't you? No, don't go there, Pastor. I'm trying to get your mindset to change. You've got to see you. I come for the word. I don't come to worship. What? What? You, you what? You were created to worship. But you just come from the word. Look at your mindset. You were created to worship. But you skip worship because all you want to hear is the word. Okay, okay, all right. Something wrong with your thinking. Your mindset has to change. You need all God has for you to get. That's why you're still weak. That's why you're not strong-spirited. You don't want to worship. Baby, you're going to worship something. You were created to worship. You're going to worship something. It might be him. It might be her. It might be your car, it may be the money, but you're going to worship. You can skip this worship, but you're going to worship something. You will worship. Stop being selfish. Take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. That's the last thing we be want to hear. Take up a cross. Cross is the Christian symbol of their faith is simply saying, I'm willing to
to pay the price for knowing him. And that's the problem. We don't want to pay a price. We want to serve him, but we don't want to pay a price. We don't want to have to give up the cussing. We don't want to have to give up the lying. How many of you still cussing? How many of you still lying? Oh, praise God. Thank you, dude. You don't somebody telling the truth in here. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Watch this. He's adjusting your mindset. This is how he's adjusting the mindset. If you try to hang on to your life, you're going to lose it. If you keep trying to have things your way, you're going to lose it. If you keep thinking that that you can hang with the guys and do what they tell you to do and still go party with them and still do this with them, you're going to lose it. If you're still thinking that I'm trying to dress this one up. Can I just say, if you, ladies, if you're, still, if you're still thinking that you can be all sexy and you can come to church and you can get all this attention to you because you're sexy, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. You're not coming to church for Christ. You're coming for you. Bible said in the last days, people will come, then they won't see nothing sacred. Nothing sacred in the house of God no more. You come to church because you dress to impress and not God. You lonely. As a man, when I come to church and I see you all dressing, you all showing your bosoms and you all that, I look at a lonely person. Don't know why God can't send you a man? Because you won't acknowledge him as the man. You come to church. Oh, God, I'm hurting some folks. Let me stop. I feel it. Baby, you can't just come to church. Church has got to be you. I'm going to, can I hurt your feeling one more time? I want you to dress the way you want to be addressed. And I'm going to leave that up to your mindset. If you hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. If you give up for what you're trying to see, how you're trying to impress people, how you're trying to get things done, if you give it up, I give you your life. If you stop trying to get what's right for you, what's best for you, then you can find your life. Most married couples in here right now, your biggest problem is you in it for you. Stop thinking about you and think about Christ in you. And then you can start enjoying your marriage. 
you're trying to get out of the marriage, and you're fighting to get out of it because you're selfish. You want to have things your way. And God told you, if you have it your way, you're going to lose your life. He's already told you, everything that I blessed you with, everything that I gave you, everything that I put upon you, if you go back to being you, you lose it. I will say that one more time. And this is for somebody. Listen, because he gave you ears to hear. I have blessed you. I've given you this. I've shown myself strong to you. If you renege on me, Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.